Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. My name is Kimberly, and I'm the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging. And I'm here with my dear, dear, dear friend, Kathy, <laughs> the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles. And we are Girls with Dogs. How you doing, Kathy? Oh, listen. <laughs> I am just because I got three deers. What are you talking about? I mean, this life is great now. Um, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, you see Victor back here. I was interviewed and they had me move Victor because they didn't want him in the interview. And you continued the interview. I know I was tempted to, I actually was very tempted to go. Um, I don't have a problem with my vacuum cleaner being there because, you know, this is my home, but it just wasn't worth the fight. A person with a person with, with multiple dogs in their home. It's pretty interesting. I, and on, and a good, it's pretty good to have a vacuum cleaner in the space so people could see it. I love my vacuum cleaner. I know that. I've had to, you know, accept it. First, Vanessa, now Victor is just a part of this. So, um, yeah, it's been a long week. Um, Friday was a little tough, but, uh, you know, today's Saturday and it's chilly, but it's a nice chilly because the sun is out and it's nice and bright. So, um, yes. Oh, I have some exciting news. Ready? Mm -hmm. So did you see Jax made it on the Big Barker Bed website? Yes, I did. I think it's very exciting. I thought it was very exciting, too. Although I'm not saying anything really bad because Amanda and I talked about it. They they have a template for that particular um, page on their site and when you tried to put the photo in there it just looks like an overgrown Havanese or Shih Tzu or something like that it's much um like shorter and stockier but that's okay I'll take it I'll take the the advertising but what I was um going to tell you is before we talk to Kat to Kara Kara the traveler yeah Kara Kara she, um, you know, she had mentioned it and Amanda had already reached out to me about trying it with Harley. But so far, Harley's only ridden in the car once. Um, he seemed like it. He was stretched out, but he hasn't enjoyed it as much as Jax because Jax has been kind of had an increase in his work schedule. But it, it's working out really well. So I sent her some pictures for what I thought was going to be their social media page, you know, like Instagram and all of that. And she sent me the link and she said, Hey, we put them in our website. And I was like, sweet. Thank you very much. So that was exciting. <laughs> and yeah. um, nothing yeah. exciting has happened in my world. Well, a few things, but you know, um, well, sure. not, my dogs aren't on the cover of websites. <laughs> not that exciting. Well, um, here is this website. Here is the spot on collar. I decided to keep it. Okay. And I I marked the boundaries of the of one of the, you know, you can do multiple fences, but I just did one. And I tried to do a second one, but purposefully made it convoluted to see what the app would do. And it just said, um, we can't save it. It, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. So I didn't save. So I was like, okay. Um, you can see here where those are the connectors. So these are what makes it um. Oh, they're different sizes. But anyway, these are the connectors and this is what makes it 
you know, do the vibration and, and do the static. So you so can take those prongs stick into the dog's neck. Yeah. Or against it, you know, okay. against the coat, depending upon it. I mean, cause there's two different sizes. So I can do a sm- the small one. I'm sure it's because of the size of the dog, but I can do the small one, which will have probably less of an impact as the bigger one. So and the so- small one looks more like a thumbtack and the large one to yeah. me looks more like a nail. Yeah. Is that so, accurate? Yeah. And it's like the, um, the taller one, I put it up to the camera seems yeah. it's almost twice the size. Yes. So, um, so those are those. So I'm, I'm going to take this out today and hold it and see what I feel like turn on the, the, um, the, the static and, and see what it feels like to me with each one. Don't hold it, wear it. Um, if you don't want to, wear, okay. So if I'm you don't scared to wear it. Okay. If you because, <laughs> because of you, I'm terrified. So do this then. If you don't want to wear it, put it around your thigh or around your arm. Mm. Don't hold it. That, that's Your a good idea. So accustomed to heat and cold and stuff like that. That's a good idea. That's a good point. A body part that, you know, will be foreign to. Because I didn't want to put it on my neck because there needs to be fur. Like if I were wearing a turtleneck, then I would put it on my neck. Put it around your head like a crown. No end up passing out on the, I'm making it seem like it's like this horrible thing. I am just, your story is in my head and I just cannot. Your neighbor neighbor would be calling 911 talking about, um, I think my neighbor's having a seizure on the yard. The bad part is that there's a good chance no one will see me because we live on five acres. So, well, you're the one that says you wanted to go outside and do it. I have to, because you have to be near the border of the um, yard. I mean, yeah, I guess technically I can make a border in the house and then test it that way. But well, I just go to the border and wait for somebody to walk on the trail and <laughs> just start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's been good. And, and I've gotten some good responses, you know, because I've been posting about it. I've been training with Apollo. Um, so every time he hears the sound, he gets a treat. And so that it didn't take him long to figure that out. I need to go get a new bag of treats because I went through a, a half a bag of treats very fast doing this. Um, but, but yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. I've only gotten, like, I got one person who was like, you know, I'm not following you anymore. And so I removed her as a follower because I, <laughs> I was like, no problem. Bye. And another person Um, another couple people just completely misunderstood what this was. So they were like going on about how bad, you know, electric fences are and da, da, da. And I was just had to keep explaining to them, that's not what this is. And it got to a point where I had to wonder, are you purposefully choosing not to understand what's going on? Because I've explained what's going on three times and you guys are still talking about electric fences and how this won't protect my dogs from predators. And I'm like, that's not the point of this. This is not an electric fence. I just, I think it's just people get so emotional when it comes to training collars that they can't hear anything outside of training collars are evil. Well, I would say that back in the day, Mm -hmm. they were considered evil. Mm -hmm. Go further back. From then and remember the um, initially choke collars. 
And we always associated choke collars on specific breeds of dogs. Yep. When we saw the collar, we automatically associated that the dog was was bad. Yeah, aggressive. And the dog was vicious and mm-hmm. aggressive and was going to eat you and your little doggy too. Um, not realizing that some people, based on the weight and the size of the dog, they used it because the dog just pulled. Um, again, this was breed specific. And then we just started seeing choke collars on dogs and we realized that some people just were not um, willing to put in the time and the effort to train their dogs. So that became evil. Well, and it's still the case. I mean, there's still going to be a segment of the dog lover community that reaches. I've seen people with puppies buying shot collars and it's like your puppy hasn't done anything yet. What are you doing? But that's what they think they have to do. I walked past my neighbor who has a puppy that is probably um, it's a brindle color. So it's it's larger than Harley right now Mm -hmm. um, in terms of height. Not, not quite as big as Jack's, but I noticed that we had a pronged collar on. So he was originally, when I first saw him, the puppy was probably eight or nine weeks old and not. Um, so I had to give that speech about your dog really shouldn't come anywhere close to my dog or any other dogs until they've been fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So now the dog is eight months old or something like that. And we were on the same sidewalk, but I was in front of his home. So I was going to go. I kind of stopped to allow him to go into his gated area. Oh, but he bypassed the gate and kept coming towards me. So I said, huh, I'm looking at the collar. And then I'm noticing that the hair on his spine from neck. Oh, the hackles. Was cackles. Mm-hmm. And he's still coming. And so I said, um, not friendly. And he says, oh, no, I thought your dogs were friendly. I said, no, they are, but I'm looking at yours. And so I had to have that little mini conversation about what that necessarily, what that possibly could Mm -hmm. mean when you see the cackles up. And so then he kind of went out into the the gutter. And then I got between, you know, him and my dogs. And we just stayed on the sidewalk and walked past. The point I'm making is that also when you put that collar on, I think that there's a perceived notion for whatever the reason that you're using is that other dog owners are thinking, I don't want to have anything to do with your dog. Yep. But what I want to say about the collar that you've chosen to train from the 10 years ago, they have made such a drastic improvement in giving pet parents an option. Yes. You know, stock versus vibration versus sound or whatever the case may be. So I still say to you, like I said last week, I think it's an excellent idea for you to go through this process and hopefully do more than just one review so that everybody gets an opportunity to follow along with the entire process from start to finish. The research that you did, you know, doing the training with the treats. I think that that's important because I I feel the more people understand the technology and how it has improved, the less of a stigma that this particular collar will have in the dog community. Yeah. I think the big thing with me is the ability for more people to use a training collar um, to keep their dogs safe. I mean, you know, I think for the people who are like, 
you know, leaving, leaving me sad reactions when I talk about it. Um, you know, the point of the collar is to teach my dogs the boundaries of our property. It's not really to keep my dogs in the property because he can blow through the sound. He can do, he can, if he wants to, he can go. But knowing that he understands that this is the boundaries that I'm rewarding him, it's, a, it's an easier way for me to reward him because now he hears, instead of it just me trying to call him back every time he reaches the boundary, he hears that sound and comes back to me. So he's learning to associate that with something positive, which is the treats and, and affection. And, you know, it has the GPS function so that should he leave the yard, I can find him. But um, I would never, you know, I think one person thought that, you know, well, if you just let your dog outside, you know, what's going to keep him from taking off and chasing a deer? And it's like, I would never let my dog out onto our unfenced property without being supervised. You know, that's not what the, the point of the collar isn't to keep my dog securely in the yard so I don't have to be with him. You know, if exactly. I can't be with him, they go into a fenced yard. But, you know, and it's just, and it's one of those things where it's another way, because none of my other dogs leave the property, but but Apollo does. And um, again, this is just an easier way to help him make that connection to, wow, it's such a great thing to stay in the yard. <laughs> well, you know, and I agree with you on that. And I still hold my stance. If you remember, I had a couple of people yell at me when I wrote that post about my neighbor around the corner who had the little Pekingese. Mm-hmm. Now, I still think, though, when it comes to invisible fences and collars and things like that, there's so many variables that have to be taken into consideration. You are an anomaly because of where you live and the size of your property. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a very, very small dog, again, whatever the purpose is for you utilizing it, unsupervised is never, ever or should never be the option because you can have any size dog stroll onto your property beat your dogs behind and then, you know, <laughs> go ahead and leave. And and all you're thinking is, oh my God, what, what happened to Fufu? And so for this, the Pekingese around the corner to this day, and I've lived here several years, I've never, ever seen the owner. I've never even seen human life in the home. The only thing I've ever seen is this dog outside with the gate open standing at the edge, barking profusely. That's all I ever get. So again, I think this is going to be a series of posts for you and I'm looking forward to reading them. Thank you. I'm actually excited about it too. I just, I just love learning something new. You know, whenever, you know, I, I, when I first started blogging, I was very um, close-minded about so many things. And over the years with every single new dog that we get, every new person that I meet, Every new thing that I learn, it opens me up to something better. And, and it's just like I've reached a point now where I still have thoughts and opinions about everything, but it's more no. of a, huh? No. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I still have thoughts and opinions about things, very strong ones, but I'm still open to to other people and what they have to say. And, you know, the, you know, it goes back to, I don't know if you saw it, but since you're raw food adjacent, I'm not sure how many of, hey, how hey, much of our. Hey, address me correctly. I'm hashtag. 
Hashtag. <laughs> I'm sorry. Since you're hashtag raw food adjacent, I'm not sure how much of our drama comes through your feed, but earlier this week, a veterinarian um, posted how she saw um, the farmer's dog, which is a cooked food commercial, commercial on the Super Bowl. On the Super Bowl. And I it, ate my entire lunch reading this post. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that she? She was furious. <laughs> but you know what? She even came back um, towards the end and tried to correct herself, but she confused it even more mm-hmm. for the people that don't really have a good grasp of the conversation. Then I watched the video in its entirety. Um, must have been like two nights after I read that. Mm-hmm. And I'm staring, trying to figure out at what time was the little girl ever in any kind of um, any danger with the dog in terms of getting sick. I didn't see the dog lick her. I didn't I didn't see anything. I saw her prepare the food at two different age groups. And then that was it. So I don't understand. The only thing that I thought was a little odd is for the dog to have been a puppy when she was a toddler Mm -hmm. and the dog still be alive and she's given birth to her own child. Mm -hmm. I thought that that was really taking a very, very, that's showing 18 years of life for a big dog. Unless she was just, you know, a child bride. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But yes, the veterinarian was very angry. Yeah, she was. Well, right now I'm getting... Um, hit from her colleagues who are now accusing me of um, I'm the reason why veterinarians want to harm themselves. Um, YouTube doesn't allow us to say certain words. So I, instead of saying the S word, I'll say self-harm instead of saying the other one. While while there's such a high instance of self-harm in the veterinarian profession, where I disagree that this is because of raw feeders or because we um, disagree I think that we live in a time where, and I'm, I don't know this individual, but I gather from what other people have said that she's very young, that I'm about twice her age. And from what I understand about the younger um, population is they didn't get the benefit of like debate and um, all kinds of things that we had in school where we learn how to break down an argument and and go back and forth and and basically keep emotions out of it. I mean, I do understand that people, I get emotional, everyone gets emotional. Um, but I find that the idea that disagreeing with someone, instead of it just being, I don't agree with you and here are the reasons why I don't agree with you, or this is what I think you, you're off base about, this is now treated as attack. I mean, it's like people act like you physically attacked someone. And this is the reason why, you know, self-harm is, and it's just like, no, this is someone disagreeing. And when you come out onto social media hot, I mean, she woke up that day and chose violence and came out with a very detailed, and in my opinion, and from my experience as a raw feeder for close to 10 years, very inaccurate you know, post just, it was filled with misinformation and a lot of people corrected that. And she has gone through and blocked every single person who corrected her. 
And then there are people who are being pretty um, vicious in their their response to her. And I think it it, it goes from it goes from as, as basic as this is ridiculous. I don't agree with this. This is completely wrong all the way to um, people just saying that, you know, obviously she's in the pockets of, of the kibble companies and that's why she's doing this. And, you know, so and there are people saying, you know, calling her names and stuff, but I don't think that that's the majority of people. Um, but if you're going to and, you know, this is something I've learned firsthand many times I've gotten this lesson. If you're going to come out and go after a community. And especially if you're going to do it with a ton of misinformation, you're going to get pushback. And I gave someone the example of as a person who is not a parent, I do not have you know human children. If I were to just come up on social media and start bashing mothers because I don't know, I just decided one day I don't like people who have babies and started saying a bunch of nasty things on social media about mothers, you better believe a bunch of moms would be coming for me and saying, okay, lady who has never given birth to a child or never adopted a child, never raised a child. Let's, let's have a conversation. They, it, it wouldn't be pretty, but if I were to come out and say, I don't have kids, but one thing I've noticed is that, you know, like People in restaurants are letting their kids run around and play tag. I don't think that that's appropriate. What's going on there? You know, what am I missing? You know, if I were to just ask a question, open up a discussion, or even better, just leave it off of social media and talk to my friends about it. It'd be, it'd be much better. Yeah. Not to say that she shouldn't be able to share her opinion. She is right. And everyone, that's another thing is people are like, well, she's sharing her opinion on her wall. And I'm like, yes, so are we. We're sharing our opinion on our walls. Why is that wrong? <laughs> you know, it just kind of um it it's it's just that we have become so and we've we've like beat this horse to death since we've been talking, you and I, before Girls with Dogs. But social media is not where you're supposed to take on this different personality and hide behind. Because it's not a conversation. And unfortunately, so many people are doing that. But but yes, I, I saw it. I enjoyed my lunch reading it. I <laughs> uh, thank you. Well, you know, my pleasure. It is what it is. I'm just I I think it is it's also, you know, just a generational thing. She's a young person who's passionate about what she does, which I don't fault at all. I just disagree. I think she's off base and and you know. And and that's okay too. I mean, we we're not we're not girlfriends, and it's not like I went after her and told her. I mean, people were sending her private messages and stuff. I was just like, damn, y'all, into you know, I I I, I it wasn't that deep for me. I I just I honestly I don't know this person. I just the as hashtag, a content, huh? The, the hashtag raw food adjacent group. We we just. <laughs> We're kind of mellow. I know. <laughs> Y'all were just like sitting back with your popcorn reading yeah, we're, it. We're, we're just kind of mellow. <laughs> we're like, okay, you cut your food. We scoop ours. It's all good. But um, all right. So we're still in Dental Health Awareness Month. So mm-hmm. I have a progress report. Okay. On the oral hygiene spray you made me buy. Are and? 
drum roll. Jax loves it. I, the other day. Really? I always thought I saw him lift his, his little. <laughs> hit me, hit me. Harley was in a sprawled out position, saw the thing in my hand, leaped up like a <laughs> and was gone. <laughs> I figured at your age, if you could still choose shit, then I don't even need to worry about you. And so I've just given up on him. But no, he's doing really well. I need to take this is mid month week. So I need to go ahead and um, and take a photo. But I also was thinking, uh, now I don't think he appreciates the coconut oil brush behind the minty spray. Mm -hmm. I may have to get in front of that, but I'm always, you know, after they eat, they're downstairs. So um, it's just easier to grab it and do it that way. Mm -hmm. But I was looking and I, I'm going to try to take my nail to see if I can mid-month scrape. Yeah. If it's just the eye teeth. That's mm-hmm. all he has an issue with. Yeah. And according to the vet, it's not that bad. Um, so I figured if I could turn not that bad into, ooh, this is great, yeah. then I will continue. Yeah. But I was reading all of this controversial discussion and debate about non-anesthetic dental cleaning. I saw that. And I went down the rabbit hole the other day. And that's why I added it to our calendar of things to discuss, because I would think that that would kind of be like filling, like filling a cavity on a human without Novocaine. I maybe my thing, I look at it a little differently um, because already, well, yeah, I think you're right because I don't like going to the dentist. But um, if I had to have like a really intense teeth cleaning, I, you know, I, and that's probably not even it. But yeah, I guess feeling like, yeah, I think you're right. Because, but my thought was, because since Zoe's going in, she was actually supposed to go in this past Tuesday, but it got pushed back to this next Tuesday. And she doesn't like going to the vet. She's already anxious and she has to be drugged the night before and the morning of before she goes to the vet to be there all day. To have her sitting there, Wait, why are you there all day? Because it's considered a procedure. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant just on a regular. You, you ran those two together. She doesn't. Oh, yeah. So she has, she's having a teeth cleaning. So, um, but to, to actually have her sitting there while they scrape at her teeth wide awake. I mean, she will do it, but it would be so stressful for her that I wonder. I mean, I understand people's concern with the anesthesia. But I also think that there should be a concern about the um, stress. And uh, maybe it's one of those things where for dogs that don't have the stress and and don't have a problem going to the vet and can tolerate something like that, then this is a great option for them. But I'm curious, like, what percentage of dogs do well on that type of treatment? I haven't found any kind of a percentage or how often it's done. I do know that one of the things that I look that I did. I did not think about. So I always associate it as putting a dog under, you know, the Mm -hmm. older the dog gets, if the dog's compromised um, health, be it age or heart issues, or maybe going through cancer treatment, you know, like how 
dangerous is it? So I always looked at it from the aesthetic part, the anesthesia mm-hmm. part. Second, I looked at it at the expense because the expense is coming from the anesthesia. You got to do the blood work and then you got to mm-hmm. have somebody there. So yeah. um, then when I started hearing this uptick on, you know, not using anesthesia, they started talking about some dogs can't do it because of their um, of their health and their age. But they're also saying that one of the veterinarians are having issues is because it's not getting the problem resolved. So mm-hmm. when you don't use anesthesia, you're not getting below the gum line. Oh, yeah. Do it. Now that would cause a dog to bite you, I would imagine. I, I mean, I don't, I don't care how gentle he is. But if you can't get below the gun line, then um, you can't get the tartar that's affected the roots. So it's almost like a mute point unless it's a situation. Now, could Jack's could Jack's benefit from it with the little bit of tartar he has on his eye teeth? Probably. Would he stand for it? He's a good dog. I started to say he's a good kid. He's a good dog. Um, and he probably would tolerate it. But man, what that would do to his psyche, because he has a great relationship with all of his vets mm-hmm. and the vet tech. So where he would do it because, you know, I'm going to be right there going, oh, you could do this. You could do this. Come on, Jacks, be good. You know, and then they always want to try to please you. But um, yeah, I don't think it would. I don't know. I'm yeah. just going to keep spraying and brushing. Yeah. That's why it's like, I'm so passionate about, you know, that product because it's like, if I can keep my dog's teeth clean, you know, and I, I spray Rodrigo and Zoe's mouth mainly is Rodrigo and Zoe, but I do do the others. I do it at least once a day. And I just want to keep their teeth clean because that's one less thing that I have to deal with. One less cost I have to deal with. It's just, it's, it's cheaper. $10 for a bottle of that spray Mm-hmm. Um, is a lot cheaper than, you know, it's going to cost me when it's all said and done, probably $700 or so, because the blood work is a couple hundred bucks. And then the, the cleaning is about 500 bucks. Exactly. So, you know, and then you have to, you think of doing that per dog. I mean, granted the only dog I need to do is, is Zoe, but you know, it adds up. So I'd rather spend the $10. So for anybody that's out there, I'm going to send Kimberly, um, it's coming from well somebody that I don't know, but it made a lot of sense. <laughs> and they gave 11 ways to clean your dog's teeth if mm. the dog is uncooperative. Dental wipes, bones, food supplements, chews, sprays and gels, coconut oil, general chew toys, dental treats, water additives, dental toys, and healthy fruits, veggies, and treats. And it just has some really sensible things to do in terms of just keeping your dog's mouth clean. So, do they, with the bones, do they specify that it has to be raw bones? You know, as a hashtag food, raw food adjacent, <laughs> that's not something that I looked at, but no, they don't specify the status of the bones, like freshly removed from the body of the animal. No, well, I, no, but I mean, like, you know, smoked bones, roasted bones, um, you know, those 
any type of cooked bones is, you know, is dangerous, but raw bones, if they're the right fit for the dog. They said tasty and healthy would be number one Mm -hmm. and chewing bones. Now, um, they want to get, they talk about the precautions about cooked bones. Okay. Um, and don't give your dog rawhide bones. Mm-hmm. The best dog bones to buy are online. You can get bones at local butchers, meat processing stores, or other similar places. So they're probably talking about raw, raw bones. bones. Yeah. Yes. Um, but they don't specify what type of bone. And yeah, because every bone is every dog is different, and what every works dog for what different. But yeah. let's assume that. You're only going to get raw bones from the butcher. So we can... Or the, you can get them at the local uh, independent pet stores have raw bones too. Oh, really? I don't mm-hmm. shop in that section. Because they have little freezers. Because like Primal Pet is a brand that offers raw bones. But they, I, I honestly, the only raw bones my dogs get are duck wings, duck feet, and duck necks. Um, that's primarily what they get. There's every now and then they'll get something different, but I just find those just to be easier. Once I um, really stepped up my real dog box subscription, that's how I'd rather give my dogs protein chews uh, like because they can. Tendons? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because they can have those in the house, you know, I'm not okay with them eating raw bones in the house. So that's why I stick with the ones I mentioned because I could just, they could eat those in their bowl. They eat them at their bowl when you they're know, eating. I looked into the real box just because I wanted to just get, you know, the protein chews, mm-hmm. but you can't, you cannot tailor it that way. Yeah, you can. You can do a choose only box because that's what I started with. They have a choose only box. They have a treats only box and then they have a treats and choose box. So I do the treats and choose box now, but I actually had a choose only box up until October of last year. Zwee Peak is sending Jacks a venison bone. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Okay. No, I'm serious. <laughs> why, why does that make you laugh? It just feels a little out there. Why are they sending him a venison bone? Do you know which bone? I'm going because I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> it's just a venison bone. But yeah, I because I'm I I'm very particular about bones because although you know lots of people feed raw bones, I'm still of the position that some bones are just too hard and can cause too much risk which is why I'm just, I have a small list of bones that I, like I love duck frames, which is primarily cartilage and perfectly fine. It's a nice treat for my dogs. Um, And I like, I like, you know, like I said, the duck feet, which is primarily cartilage, you know, duck wings, the duck necks. And, um, but, you know, I, sometimes I give my dog rib bones, but um, over the past couple of years, I've taken the bigger bones and I just use, make them, make bone broth out of them just because. We're getting a venison hoofa. A venison what? A hoofa. So a foot? When it comes to oral health, we take our cues from mother nature. 
ethically sourced from free range farms on New Zealand's South Island. Our oh, medicine yeah, cooker. Dog so for dog. chew, it's a chew. Yeah, we're getting. A, I never heard of this before. We're getting a hoofa. Yeah, it looks like it's just the foot. It's the hoofa. It's air dried. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried a lot of different things, but that's why I like real dog box is because um, I can tailor that to get what my dogs need. And one box covers all four of my dogs. So there are some things in there, like for instance, beef trachea, um, two of my dogs love that. Um, Zoe doesn't, she just can't get her mouth around it. So she gets something different. And then since Bella's still, she just, she got it. Well, she didn't just, but she has her adult teeth now. So I'm starting to give her a little bit bigger chews. Um, well, but have still. you ever had a, a beef weasen? I have. I'm, I need to look it up and see what it looks like, though. But I have. I've. I know I purchased those from Zwi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought I just stumped you, but Mm-mm. no, because I, I I really like Zwi. I must get up earlier. Zwi is because bef- again before. Um, because when I had just the chew things, I used to order a lot of the treats from Zwi through our local raw food co-op. And I had a ton of them. Okay. So here's, here's not, this is true stories. Okay. Confession number 72, I think. Okay. Back when I first wanted to switch to Zwi Peak, I'd had this long conversation with myself about you. It was almost like, okay, Kathy, if she needed to know anything about bathing and shit like that, she'd call you. But you got to call her or at least email her because you don't want to get swindled by this company. It sounds just too good to be true. And I typed this email and then I delete it because I didn't want you to tell me stay away from it because I was so psyched and so excited. So I felt like such a little kid when you responded back and said, this is amazing. I think you should do this. I was like, (laughs) she approves. But um, (laughs) had you gone the other way, I think it would have ruined our friendship. No. I'd have been so, so down and disappointed because I was so excited about ZVP. I just, I think it's funny because, um, it, I always find it interesting. Again, social media is a place of opinions where everyone likes to share their opinions. Um, it's funny because, you know, the whole point of social media is for us to be social and connect and stuff like that. But mostly we're all standing on a platform shouting our opinions and not listening to anyone. But I have heard so many people who have a problem with Zwi, but no one can really explain to me why. And I honestly think that it comes from the segment of the fresh food community that just basically believes if it's not raw, then you shouldn't be feeding it. And I, I'm just of the opinion that not, oh, I know why. I think, wasn't Zwi? it was purchased by someone. That's what it was. If someone purchased, a bigger company purchased Zwi, and then everyone's like, well, when they sell out, they're a terrible company now. Whereas I, I'm of the opinion that I will stop feeding a food when it stops doing its job with my dogs. So listen, something happened and I don't know if this is appropriate. So I'm Ooh. not going to name the company. All right. Okay. I've been buying Zwi 
Pete for years from mm-hmm. this online distributing company. Yes. And, uh, um, you know, when I get to the bottom, it's always sawdust. Now, remember when I taught you how you take the crumbs and you put it in a jar and you use yep. it for poppers for your treats and your yep. fruit and stuff? Well, listen, I was collecting jars and jars of dust because, you know, and it was almost to the point where I'm paying for this, but I can't u- really utilize it. Mm-hmm. So um, somebody that was listening to us, and I forget their name, although I did thank them, and I thank them again, told me about a buy one, get one free with seaweed. Okay. So I took all the money in the house and I went out and I bought bags and bags of dog food. Um, interesting enough, when I opened it, it looked different. It smelled different. Mm. And I had very little dust and I'm on like my third or fourth bag since I got that. And it's the same thing. It's almost like what I was getting from the distributor was not really this. I don't want to say it's not the same grade, but it certainly made me do that Arsenio Hall. Hmm. Well, also, I wonder if you were seeing that, how many other people were seeing that and saying it? Because I've seen that with like freeze dried food. Um, My cat, and I won't name the name, but my oh, well, we're not naming distributors. We can name a brand. So I give my cat Quest freeze dried. Okay. Food, and okay. Um, I love this food because uh, it does have the crumbs in it. But again, when when you get to the bottom of the bag, the crumbs aren't even enough to save. I mean, it's just it's, I usually just take the bag and take it downstairs, and either I just pour it into the bowl with my cat. If he's eating canned food, I pour it over the canned food, or I just take it downstairs and pour it over my dog's food when I'm feeding my dogs. But honestly, I wouldn't feel bad if I just threw the bag away. It's not a whole lot. But there's another company that I bought a bunch of treats from, freeze-dried treats. And when you look at, you know how they have the little opening so you can see? And at first you would see the opening is all these little circles and it's like, yay, I'm going to give these great treats to my um, dogs. But actually I ended up giving them to to Cosmo because he really liked them. And I was like, well, there you go. Um, But then not long after, probably like probably within a few months, suddenly the bags, you would look in the window and it's all dust. And I thought, well, maybe that's just how it's shaken up. You open it up and it is, it's, it's a mess. You can't use these as training treats because it's just a whole hot mess. Exactly. Exactly. And so I wonder if they just, I don't know what happened to this particular brand. I won't say who it is, um, I don't know if it's just something with their processing, but I wonder with, with Zwi if they change the processing. Cause I know that like, for instance, Northwest naturals, um, they have minnows and I used to not like the minnows from, I preferred them from vital essentials. And I actually don't even remember why I didn't like Northwest naturals minnows. And I actually within a discussion on social media mentioned it. And it was just like, I don't, I don't like how, and they saw it and they responded, we're getting a lot of that feedback and we're making a change. You're going to like the new minnows better. And they did whatever. And and that's what's so funny is whatever they did, the minnows are great. And I don't even remember what my problem was before. So I wonder if that's what happened. I actually have done now about four or five different orders from Ziwi. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the packaging. I literally looked at the packaging from the distributor and then looked at 
the seaweed packaging. Nothing has changed. Okay, mm-hmm. that's number one. And what made me look at the packaging is that the front of the bag is a little brighter. The colors, yeah, and all of that. So I was like, did they change the food? So I looked and it's identical. Nothing Mm -hmm. has changed, but it just had a fresher smell, a better look. And gosh, I wonder what they did. Almost no doubt. I don't say, I don't know, but I wonder if it's like storage on, because you said it was on a, I I, I now subscribed to Mm -hmm. have it shipped to me. Um, regularly from Z. Uh-huh. Um, and the thing is that you know, I always wondered about now. I'm I have tried to call Zwe a couple of times because I've had some questions, but from the time I started with them years ago to now, they're just so busy that you have to leave a message, and I'm not good at that. I'm that person that hangs up. I'm not angry, but I just I'm not gonna go through everything I and then hey, no. So <laughs> I just hang up. But um, no, I'm I'm really, really still happy with everything. Um, with everything. Yeah. My neighbor who lost their dog, she walks with me now. She walks Harley um, on occasion. They're a little older than I am. And I saw her yesterday and I was really busy and she was in the doorway. You need, do you need help? And I'm thinking, if you really want to help me, come do this in the morning or when it's raining. <laughs> Joyce comments on how solid their poop is. And then I'm actually grinning like I'm so proud, like I really had something to do with it. But you no, did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, but not in the manufacturing of it. But um I, I just feel um very comfortable with them. So I'm gonna try to hoof her and see what happens. All right. And don't think I'm getting it because I'm special. It was because of what I purchased. Yeah. No, I think it'll be cool. I'm really curious to know how your dog likes it and what you think. The oral health. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, we talked about toys during Christmas, the Black Friday thing. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't remember what you and Cameron talked about, specifically about these toys oh. of the dragon or the snake. Yeah. And I, I should have listened to you. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, there's one right there. I went down the rabbit hole with Chewy.com and purchased this toy that said that, you know, it was indestructible. It wasn't that. It wasn't that brand. And um, literally, I I got it out of the box. Jax played with it, slept with it. And then tore its legs off. <laughs> I, I, it, yeah. And These so, are. I've had this for years, and look at it. We had tons looks, of these toys. It looks brand spanking new. Look at it. We've had it for years. Fluff and Tough is a really good brand. I mean, it's not perfectly indestructible. We have a snake. They actually don't make the snake anymore, but we have a snake that another dog came over here and tore it. Um, but the dogs still play with it. I just sewed up, sewed up where what he tore up and the dogs still play with it. But well, um, I went ahead that night because somebody, somebody sent me 
um, an application for PetSmart. They're looking for a chief toy tester. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, millions of people are going to, you know, sign up and apply for this. And I ain't got that kind of time. Well, when he tore the toy up, I literally sat down and I, I filled out the application and I sent it off. So I said, if anybody needs to test toys for a toy company, it's Jax. Because I think if Jax can't screw something up, mm-hmm. <laughs> part, um, then it's good for the rest of the world. So I'll let you know how this all fan- pans out. I'm supposed yeah. to hear something by the end of the month. Am I keeping my hopes up? Not really, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, I have one more thing to share. Um, And I don't know if I can get all of these, but I got a package. Got a package in the mail this week. These are all supplements from Solutions Pet Products. As I'm, there we go. There's the last of them. There. My stars. (laughs) Chelsea Kent, the founder of Solutions Pet Products, sent me a little package with all their new supplements. And and it's, you know, it's a variety of everything. And because I know that Chelsea is very particular about sourcing and she does her homework when it comes to what's good for dogs, it's, it was fun going through. Um, she sent me cards of all of the supplements. So I'm going to read them off real quick. Um, there's Restore, Milk Thistle, I Heart You, which is, you know, for heart health, milk thistles for liver health and kidney health. Restore is um, decrease inflammation and boost the liver health. Chia seeds for weight management, fiber, so for gut health and omega-3 fatty acids. Heavy metal to as a detox, immune to boost the immunity, Inflamex to decrease inflammation and good for joints, allergies, which is good for allergies, um, <laughs> potty mouth, <laughs> but it's spelled allergies. So that's why, you know, just so okay. people can see it's not spelled allergies, but potty mouth for dogs that snack on poo, um, chill out, which is for calming parasite free, which obviously is to get rid of parasites. And then a turmeric ginger blend, which fights inflammation, um, and supports the liver. So, I mean, among other things, but it's kind of cool. And this isn't their entire line. This is just, I think, most of it. So well, what are they? Is it a powder? Is it a thing? Yeah, it's a powder. And, you know, she has them in these like environmentally friendly little packages. Do you think she'd like to um, come and talk to us? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She's, she's very, she's very smart. What I love is that, you know, because she has the raw food company, she also owns um, Parsley Pet, which is a nutritional um, testing company. So she can take, yeah, she can take what she's learning is like when people are having their dogs nutrient tested, she's gathering that and building a database on what the common um, deficiencies are. And she's, she basically is adjusting the diet to address that, but also that's how she, well, one of the ways she used to come up with the um, supplement line is by seeing what dogs need. And I, I just think it's, you know, she's just a very smart businesswoman. And she also owns a pet store. I actually order from her pet store. So she's a, she's a really cool person. 
I like it that she's a she. Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing because, you know, for years, even though it feels like the pet industry is, you know, 99% women, as far as business owners or people in charge is men. And so, um, but that's not necessarily the case. That's what I used to believe. Like, oh, well, all the men, because that's what you would see is like, as far as the big kibble companies, the execs were all these men. But when you actually go to like Super Zoo and other trade shows, you see all of these small businesses that are owned by women. And um, it's really kind of exciting when I see women not only um, <clears throat> building these really great businesses, but actually expanding it to try different things. Another person who does that is um, Ruby, who owns Real Dog Box because, you know, she built out Real Dog Box, you know, and she has all these really clever things like the secret shop and and stuff. But then she went on and started the Feed Real movement and it has courses and, and all of this data. So now if you want to learn more about what you're doing, you have that website, which is tons of information. She offers online um tutorials for raw feeders and she does it you can also have she has in-person ones too that's locally she does um what are they called pack walks I mean she's doing all these amazing different things to address all different aspects of our dog so not just nutrition but also um you know engagement and exercise so it's just it's kind of cool to see how people take a step back. And, you know, I, when I went down to Southern California to hang out with Ruby and Turk, um, they're the owners of Real Dog Box. It was just like um, uh, inspiring listening to how they came up with the idea and what they did and what they're doing next and, and just how they work things through. It's just really kind of cool. Women are just kind of badass. Say that again. Is that her and her husband? Her partner. I'm sorry. Her partner. She's like me and Johan. Okay. Just living in sin for decades. Okay. You said that almost like your therapist told you to articulate <laughs> that out loud. <laughs> better or something. <laughs> it's okay. That's that's okay. <laughs> no judgment said no judgment here. <laughs> so um before we wrap up how's how's tiktok going for you you must have been on my site so you saw that and you just thought you just insert knife and twist um you know it's 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 all no i i can't figure out how to go back and see what in the hell i've done so what do you mean like you can't see your stuff yeah, I, I can't see my stuff. You I just, think I see. I see you. I know, but that's what you do is you just go to your thing and you hit. There's a button profile at the bottom, and it takes you to your profile, and you can see all your stuff. I love it. Well, look at that. It does take a while. I mean, I'm not throwing shade. When I first started doing, I've, I've actually had a TikTok account for a while. I've only just recently really got into it. Um, and it's fun. It's, you know, I think that there's, there's such a variety of people. You watch Jax ride a bus? You know what? I, I've had people, or I shouldn't say, I don't know. It's not like I'm this big TikToker, but the stuff that I, I do is I love cute things with dogs 
Um, and I love funny stories. So that's what works for me is I, I like story times. Mm-hmm. I follow, I follow this woman who's a manager as a, at a restaurant. She has the best stories. Tick- I'll start tagging you in some stuff to follow. That'll make you happy. TikTok was a prerequisite for this pet smart application. There's a pet smart application. Where my brother, my brother works for PetSmart. Did I not just tell you that I just signed, I had to fill out an application for Jax to be a PetSmart toy tester? Well, I know, but I didn't realize that. It was PetSmart? Yeah. Yeah, it's PetSmart. I want to be a PetSmart toy tester. Of course, I could go online and find the application, but instead I'm going opening up my phone and going to Walter and going, why didn't you sign me up to be a PetSmart? <laughs> to be a pet smart toy tester. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is like not his department or anything. <laughs> and I know he's gonna get this message. <laughs> I can I know my brother so well because I know he's gonna sit there and read it this message and then he'll just laugh and um just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's like just a crap shoot but i wonder you have to tell me well i guess we can talk about it next time but i want to know more about like when do you get your first toy do you think okay first of all they're only picking one really yes one cat one dog that's it that's stupid well i understand that and that's why i sat on the thing for so long because i was like no but then like i said when he picked it up and slept with it and killed it. I was like, okay. Okay. Cause this defied, I'm going to send these three pictures to you. This defied everything that, um, they, they said that the toy would do. First of all, they said it was interactive. It's not interactive unless you bang on it. And then you hear it go, And that's it, right? Yes, I'm talking about the toy you killed. And um, yeah, and then so next thing I look, the body was one place and the two legs were someplace else. (laughs) And there he was with this, now what? (laughs) What about that one toy that you got? I don't remember what it was called. The Wicked Bone. Oh, I was going to call it the Weebly. (laughs) Actually, I had to, I had to show a 30 second video and write a 200 or less, pretty much a product review. Mm -hmm. And so I did it on the Wicked Bone. So now I'll post it now that I've sent it to PetSmart. I'll go ahead and post it. He loves it. It gives him about 27 minutes of sheer enjoyment and he is knocked out for four hours. I wish I could do that with my dogs. They would fight over it. Hey, even if I got four of them, they would fight over it. You will crack up because amongst all of the chaos, I'm trying to steer this with my phone, like a joystick Mm -hmm. amongst all the chaos. Harley just struts right past step <laughs> and keeps walking. <laughs> less. <laughs> I'm tempted to get one just for, you know, for. Um, and it's uh, been reduced now. It's like 50 bucks. 
Is that what it was originally? No, I think I paid $79 for it Christmas time. Oh, wow. I know. I know. I tried to do a GoFundMe with my family. I got no. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. You hear me? <laughs> I was on my own. So mm. you know what I did mm. when I charged it? Mm. And they put their hands out for my phone. I was like, get back. <laughs> you didn't want to participate in the and now you want to play. Santa is not real, not in this house. Woo! <laughs> but yes, um, I love it. It is everything that they described that I thought it would be. Um, I guess if you had multiple dogs. It could be a little bit of a problem unless there's just one. Like if Bella separate them. Yeah. Yeah. If if everybody was gone. Now I haven't taken it outside. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know if that was something you could do outside. I guess you could with one dog. Like at summertime and stuff. Because I know that um, well, we have this cat toy and it's basically a little a round toy with a ball, and you just roll the ball and it spins in circles. Uh And um my cat was just like, oh, that's interesting. And sometimes he would be interested, like he would hit it, so, but he wasn't really interested. But when, um, I think it was, Sydney loved it. I, I would take Sydney upstairs and I would just spin it and she would lose her mind. And then I started taking um, Scout. I would go, let's go upstairs, Scout. And he'd go running upstairs and I would grab the toy and he would sit there like barely able to contain himself until I hit this thing, the circle, and he would just bark at it as it went around in circles. And it was so funny. So I need to go get another one of those. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to get the fluff and tough or whatever you called it. Yeah, the it is the fluff and tough. Those are really good toys. I mean, we have so many of them. Um, and again, I think we have one that has almost lost its tail, but it's still hanging on there. And I mean, we have... I think a shark after a couple of years, one of the sharks got destroyed. Um, oh no! But um, we had a second shark, and and now I just well, we had and like that snake that I told you about. But otherwise, I mean, they're you know, and I have the dogs that like to they'll lay down and be like, okay, it's time to destroy. But surprisingly, um, we haven't had much destruction in the house since Bella joined. So I think. Part of the, you know, when we talked about whether your dogs are tired or bored last week, yes. I think some of that um, destruction is because they get bored. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> but um, no, I, I guess for me, what turns out to also be a blessing is that Jax doesn't get a chance to get bored. Like mm-hmm. when he's down and just kind of chilling and resting. And Leo say, we should take him somewhere. And I'm like, don't take him anywhere because tomorrow he has mm-hmm. to come to work with me and it's going to be a busy, busy day. So mm-hmm. um, so that's the balance that we That's have. interesting that, you know, you do have to really think about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty cool. As far as, you know, um, I'm waiting for the barking, the cat's meowing. So the dogs are about to talk back. Um, as far as I'm like, my last question, and then we can go. But and maybe we can talk about this on a future episode. You mentioned like therapy dogs. I'm, I'd like to interview you about your therapy dog experience because, you know, one of the things that 
I'm curious about is, you know, because I see your pictures of him in the hospital, him on the bus going to different parts of the hospital. You know, I'd be curious to know his favorite bus driver. Does he have one? Oh, yes. They talk. <laughs> I just posted that um, on, you know, Business Suite. So I don't know when it's coming out. But yeah, I don't get to say anything. It's a conversation between the driver and you. Jackson, Jackson, how are you? And I, it's, I just sit there. <laughs> talk, but go ahead. But yeah, it's just sort of, it's, it, it would be interesting to me, like yeah, do it. how much exercise the dogs get on average, you know, with what they do. And, you know, and people always talk about how important, you know, yes, exercise is important, but it's also important to exercise their mind. And you just have, you know, you know, going back to something we talked about several episodes ago of, you know, Harley is that work is keeping your dogs young because not only do they get the physical exercise, but they have all that engagement as well. And it's something that the average dog doesn't get. Cause I mean, my dogs, I mean, they get engagement with each other, with me, but um, if I really want to do something for them, I actually have to physically take them. And, and then, you know, when I'm going on our walks, actually do stuff on our walks. So it's not just doing the exact same walk day after day after day. I'm learning though, that I have to, if we go two or three consecutive days and he does not go with me, I have to then do like Lee. Now Lee walks them separately unless Harley dictates um, otherwise. Because now what I notice is at his age, he's just going to poop anywhere. Like on the sidewalk, you know how dogs have to get a grassy area? Now, Harley's just going to drop it. Like sometimes in front of our driveway, yeah, he will pee and poop and not pass our property. And then he's ready to go back. And Jackson, (laughs) really? So Lee will take him back. But for instance, he has a couple of meetings. Um, So let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, we'll really talk about my job at another time. But um, I posted not too long ago that I had a meeting with the mayor, and that I'd gotten this piece of paper, this email back showing the attendees, and Jax was listed as number seven. And so when we walked into City Hall, of course, you have to go through the um, metal detector, and there's a security guard that's sitting right there. And dogs is just not something that goes into city hall on a regular basis. So here I am trend setting again. <laughs> um, Lee was the first one to say, you know, as only my husband can, um, you know, just be mindful that you may want to leave a little early because this could be a little difficult getting in. Well, evidently I wasn't the only one that received the attendee email because as soon as he walked in, this giant of a officer broke out in a big smile. And I kid you not, he said, Jackson, I've been waiting all morning to meet you. <laughs> I, was like, I wanted to take my phone out and call Lee and say, can you repeat that? <laughs> Lee had kept me for, this is not going to be easy, you know, getting him in there. Everybody might not know you're coming. And it was actually quite the opposite. So, you know, like he had a really, really busy day on Friday. Um, And then I'm not going to give him, I'm not doing anything extra. This is a weekend for me to just ignore him, if you will, Mm -hmm. because he has a busy day on Monday. And I think this is pretty cool. We have been invited to join the CEO and the COO for what they call um, rounding. 
and they do it on the third or fourth Wednesday of every month. And it's going around to see the staff, mm-hmm. but they're doing it with the night staff. So we meet at 5 a.m. So Jax's day will start like at 4 a.m. on Wednesday. Yeah. And um, so he's getting all of the mental stimulation and the physical exercise and all of that just by hanging out with me four days a week. Yeah. And um, so I'm I don't have to go on long walks with him anymore. Yeah, so that's nice. But yes, we can talk about it because I've got a lot to say. <laughs> but right now I must go feed Harley. I must go walk my dogs. We'll say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.